0: guess what this is going to be a rough ride because god's still working on this right now and i just pray that god just gives me the words to 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 give you what he told me to say today i love mathematics you know what i like about math math is an absolute you can try to change it and they have anybody heard of common core common core is common nothing It's not common sense. It's not common math. It doesn't even make common rationale. But what they've done, God bless you, Chad, thank you. What they have done is they have tried to mess around with math and their mindset was we want you to think critically and outside of the box. But you know what's funny about a box? A box is absolute. It has four sides and a perimeter. Do you know what also happens about a box? You can't change a box because it won't be a box. And so I got news. Two plus two, no matter what you say, will always equal four. Now, you can say, well, in order to get two plus two, you actually do three plus three, which is six, minus two in the first place, which would give you four. That don't matter. If you do math correctly, no matter how you do it, you will come up with the same answer. Two plus two is four. Check it out. You know what's so terrible? They changed things around because you know what happened? I couldn't help my grandson. Papa, uh, he said, Granddad, help me do my math. I said, okay. I just wrote down the answers here. 39, 49, 59. You can't do it that way. What do you mean you can't? They want me to show my work. Okay, 7 times 7 equals 49. 49. That's not right, Granddad. Yeah. Five bucks! Five bucks tells you right now. Say, here, let me give me... Here's my calculator, hot rod. Right? I was getting indignant, right? I know how... I'm not stupid. I know exactly what's going on. I am... I pulled out my calculator. I pulled it up. Seven times seven is what? He goes, That's not the way you do it, Granddad. You have to do seven sevens what i I was like i'm done i'm done do it on yourself if you're so smart and when he was done he came back he goes granddad do you know what the answer is i said yes i do do you he goes yeah it's 49 (laughs) 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 math is absolute Do you understand? I don't care what kind of lipstick you put on a pig, a pig's a pig, right? It's the way it works. And what happens is, is they tried to take me and you out of the equation. Do you remember? I know some of you are young, right? Like Gary. But like me, the older folk, you know, do you remember we used to have time tests? They would give you 30 seconds to have how many problems you could get out of the multiplication table and addition and subtraction. Do you know they don't do that anymore? Because you can't do it quick. Two plus two is one, 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 one. Plus, equals plus four. No, no, you can't just go. You can't memorize. Remember? That's what we used to do is memory. Yeah. Do you, does anybody remember these things? How about flashcards? Anybody seen a flashcard? You remember? The flashcard, you flip it around really fast. Wham! Right? And you got... The, nope! I, what I used to do at my grandson. He was like, Granddad, this isn't going to help me. You know why? Because they want me to show my work. The answer is right. Do you know I said, I want you to do me a favor. I just said, write down the right answers. Do you know he flunked? Every answer was right. And they checked them all wrong because he didn't do it common core way. But you, I want you to think about this. What is the process for? The process is not to change mathematics. Do you understand that? Mathematics is absolute. If you don't believe that, go out and take one of your tires off your vehicle and take off out of the parking lot. I absolutely promise you it needs four. Three is a bad day. Do you hear me though? Here's the thing. What they did, you know what? It wasn't to change mathematics because mathematics always ends up at the same problem. What it was is they're trying to change your process of thinking. Not only that, they took you out of the equation. You're no longer necessary. But you see, God had a plan. He has a plan, a mathematical plan that if you follow the steps correctly, you will find heaven. I want you to hear me. The steps are easy. Confess your sins with your mouth and believe in me and you shall be saved. But you got to be at church on Sunday night and you got to be there on Thursday. By the way, we don't wear short pants in church. And oh, yeah, by the way, we need you not to wear earrings. Oh, wait a minute. Lipstick? Oh, my gosh, she's a harlot. Let me tell you something. We put so many rules on there. Do you know there's not rules? What it is is it says, ask and you shall receive. Believe in me and you shall be saved. We come in and we put 687 different things on there to say this is how you got to find Jesus. This is how you got to act. Shut up. All you got to do is live. You got to live in the way God tells you to live. He gave you 10 commandments, not 890. Anybody ever heard of the rich young ruler? The story of the rich young ruler came up and said, Good master, tell me what I need in order to ensure eternal life you remember? Anybody know that story? Yeah. You know, it it came down to where it said, you know, a rich man won't make it into heaven. It's going to be harder for a rich man to make it to heaven than a camel to pass through an eye of a needle. Do you know why? Because your focus gets blurred, y'all. Your priority system becomes skewed. And when no matter if it's money, football, I don't care what it is. Rodeo. A house. It don't matter what it is. It don't have to be money. When your focus becomes anything other than what God has asked you to do in living the will of God and being able to listen and hear and do what you're going to say, you're outside the box. Do you know what I found? I've been been working with youth, right, for 30 bunch of years. And you know what happened? I found out if you give them a parameter of this is as far as you can go they get angry and you know what they do they go right up to the edge to see how close they can get before you snap and then when you snap <sighs> but everybody else is doing it anybody ever heard that from your child But that's what everybody else is saying. That's what everybody else is watching. How come I can't listen to that music? That's what everybody at school, they're singing the song. I don't even know what the song is. Guess what? That's not who we are. It's not who we were called to live as. Why are you judging yourself on the people next door to you instead of by the word of God? Why is it that we're doing something else because you know what we're trying to make our own formula can anybody tell me what it says when it's talking in the ten commandments what what's number one anybody know what number one is what there should be no other god before me money job car how You know what I'm saying? Girl, music. You hearing me? No other God before me. Some of us are messing up. A year we waited for this house. And a year I've been saving up money. Well, actually a couple years. We saved up all this money, paid off all my credit cards. I was almost debt free. I had her car payment. And it was like, We got to close this escrow. We got to get us our escrow done. We was so concentrated. As Dave Ramsey says, we was gazelle intensity. You know what I'm saying? We was running for that thing. We was getting away from that cheetah, right? We was gone. And you know what happened? We got in and it was like, I was like, August came around. I was like, sir, you have one more payment on your car. And I'm like, hallelujah. That Dodge is paid off, right? Yeah, they didn't tell me it was a balloon payment, 2,200 bucks. That's more than the cars worth. My wife think, "Eh, <laughs> no, yeah, it's worth about three grand." But the thing of it is, I'm thinking I got to pay 2,200 bucks. <gasps> Do you know what? I thought, God, we're supposed to close this month. Well, we were supposed to close May, June, July, <laughs> and August. Didn't happen, right? So I had to take money that I had put back for my down payment out. Do you know how Satan tried to make me just lose my faith? Thursday, I got a phone call. You're out of, uh, you're ready to go. Go sign your old papers. And all you got to do is give him this number. And it was $400 more than I had. Can you believe getting all the way here, coming to the finish line and be $400, $400. I looked at her, I said, this Dodge car is the reason I'm not getting my hand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was her car. <laughs> I'm crippled, I don't own one. And I'm like, and she's like, baby, Jesus has this, baby, Jesus has this. I said, yes, he does, and it's sitting in it. This is a car. Huh. <sighs> And Miss Lisa got on the phone. She goes, Shut up, and drive. And when we were going over Mountain Springs, getting ready to drop into Vegas, I said, God, I'm done stressing. This house is for you. This house is going to be used in ministry. This house is going to be where people know they can come and find you and find love and find peace and find fellowship and find food if they need. This is a place where you're going to use for your kingdom. So I ain't worried about it. If you don't want this house, guess what? I still have money in my bank account. You can show me where else you want me to go. But right here is what you want me to do. So I'm stopped fretting. We got there and my financier met me out front, and he goes, I got you. We walked in. I still have $65 in my bank account. (laughs) What? You don't think that that's amazing? I was supposed to be $400 upside down. I still have $65. You know what that means? Woo-hoo! I ate out! Because when you got everything in your life packed in boxes, (laughs) cooking is the last thing you want to think about. And I was thinking, well, we got a credit card, and Dave Ramsey was in my ear, don't you use that credit card, cut that thing up. And I'm thinking, I had $65, we went out. Do you understand what I'm saying? When you turn things over to God, and you live in the way he wants you to do, what happens is, and you do what he's asked you to do, he brings life into you. And instead of walking in and speaking death to myself and death to this thing, I walked in speaking life. And I come home and Shannon's there. Everybody there. They're packing stuff up. I was like, I don't even know what that is. They're throwing it in a trailer. We out of here, brother. We going to God's house. We went over there. It's so pretty. It's so pretty. And then we get there. And you know what? My builder did a great job. He put my refrigerator on a GFI. <laughs> I built houses all my life. I know, that's stupid. You know what happens all night? We're laying in bed. 1230 this morning, my wife hears, pop. <sighs> get up, go push the GFI because the refrigerator's off. Three o'clock. Pop. Uh, right? Because now we actually have food in there. I don't want it to go bad. And you know what I did? You know what happened? I told her, I said, baby, just leave it alone. And then we get to the house and my dog eats rat poison. She's off. My dog, my, my beautiful Australian Shepherd, Cholula, she's 12 years old. She's old for an Australian Shepherd. She's old. She's all crippled up and everything, and she evidently found, yep, that's it. She was all in her teeth and everything. I'm like, stupid. And guess what? Off to the vet because mm, she got, And then the first thing I get, honey, it's 1200 bucks. I got $60. No, because I went out and ate. <laughs> I'm a cheap date (laughs) twelve hundred ain't happening how much to kill her (coughs) that's what I said and then you know what's funny I had a couple that isn't even part of our congregation at the house and they heard us praying for a dog My dog's alive today. She's doing great. Without $1,200, because I only had $60. You understand what I'm saying? And she woke up. I woke up this morning. And uh, we call them wiggle butts, because they got no tail. So they're just like vibrate. <laughs> and she walked up to me. And I'm like, my son called this morning. He goes, I prayed all night, Daddy. I can't lose my dog, not without me being there. And I said, God, please don't take her from me without me being able to say goodbye. But when you live right and you do right, he brings life. So we spoke life into a dog. How many of you are speaking death into your own marriage? How many are speaking death to your finances? How many are speaking death to your children because you're not speaking life? The thing of it is, you've got to start speaking life into your grandchildren. You've got to let them know that God has you, whether it looks like it or not. He's still there. I want you to go ahead and put the scripture up here. This scripture right here is part of the chemistry that gets you there. In Joshua. Okay, this is where you have your Bible yeah where's at Where's she go she left yes and it's marked so you can cheat grab her bible I already I, she, I'd be like you want her to look smart you can flip that open right there ah. look at this Joshua 24 Would somebody volunteer to read that for me? Because my, my eye just went black. So. Do you understand what it's saying? Don't do things the way you was. Man. It says, fear the Lord and serve him. Do you know, I had a a pastor come to me. You can't preach on hell. Because God is not a God of fear. And you shouldn't, people shouldn't be asking Jesus into their heart because of fear. I'm here to tell you something right here, right now. If there wasn't a hell, you don't need a Savior. If you don't understand the severity of not doing what is right and the punishment for living outside of the will of God, then you don't need God. The problem is we think we got this world by the tail. You ain't got nothing but problems if you're living in this minute. I need you to understand something. I've had a rough few days. Last night, my wife begged me. She's nodding her head because she's mad at me still. Baby, call Vinette. Please tell him we cannot come. You're not well. But in the name of Jesus... I'm still healed. I'm having a minute because I live in this world. And this body is not what I'm going to live in forever. Do you understand what I'm saying? This thing's falling apart. If the wheels come off of this, I want you to understand, I'm done. I cannot stand up right now. i have actually sitting in my chair this morning, passed out in my chair, not even standing up. I am not right. My chemical balance is off. I've pushed myself to try to get things done. How many of you have ever done this? You push yourself, push yourself, push yourself, push yourself, push yourself, until you can't go anymore. And then all of a sudden, you know what we had to do? Shannon came up, anointed me my head with oil said in the name of Jesus Christ you are healed and you know what I'm going to preach until God takes me home because you know what I could have called in today I could have said I can't do it today but Jesus has something for somebody here and I'm supposed to tell you if you do what's right he'll bring life into you it's when you think you're in charge you speak death do you understand? says, throw away the gods your ancestor worship. I gotta tell you a secret. This little one right here. This little man right here. A man right, you understand all these young children in here? Do you know understand what? You want them to worship the way you worship? What you think about this? Do you know how many times we sang. I raised my hand? I stopped my feet. I'm going to lift my voice. what I sit here and watch y'all huh? if I can see you going I ain't doing that what do you think God sees what do you think your children see you know what it's like when you sit there (laughs) how many times I've seen Landy standing in the corner nobody watching him not caring not looking around having a moment him and God just like this singing to the top of his young little Andrew jump up on my lap and just sing from his feet you know why they're watching they're watching you that back right there What do you think I'm doing if I do this right here? I'm reading the Word of God. Your child walks in and sees this. You could be reading the Word of God on your Bible app. What do they think they're doing? <laughs> Texting, right? Watching Facebook, scrolling Instagram, checking out how sexy you are with a filter on Snapchat. Some of you need a couple filters. You know what I'm saying? Landy says, I do that. (laughs) But do you follow what I'm trying to tell you right now? What are you children watching? What are they seeing? You know what? I don't want my son to serve God my way. I want him to have a relationship that is his with God. But I want it to be based out of the word of God. It says throw away the gods of your ancestors. You know, they worship the idol. You know what's funny was I just was told. You know, I'd come to your church unless the 49ers are playing. You know, maybe after football season I'll come over. Why do you think I'm kidding? You know I mean let me tell you a secret. You know what? I want to tell you how God blesses some folk. Most of you don't know. This young man sitting in the corner over here, him and his wife, they own this thing called Chat Thai Bistro. It's a Thai cuisine, right? A restaurant. When do restaurants make a lot of money? On the weekends? On Sunday, because you know what? All you Christian women don't cook on Sunday. What, I'm just kidding. Some of the trainers are going, (laughs) she's like, well, you ain't smelling Panda Express in there, partner. (laughs) Do you know how often I'm like, I cannot believe this place is closed on Sunday, and they wait till noon to open? I got out on 1130 on purpose to beat the Mormons. Do you know what? You know, all Oriental restaurants and stuff, all of those things, they close on Monday. I don't know what they're, it's like, oh, Monday, it's like everything's closed. You want Chinese food on Monday? Panda Express is it. That ain't even real food. But it's one of the things where, you know what Chad did? Chad closed his restaurant on Sunday to where he could be here. I pray blessings. And I want you to understand when you do things and you stop doing things the way it used to be done, the way you think it's supposed to be done, and you start listening to the Word of God, and you start reading the Word of God, and you listen to Him. What are we talking about? We said we got to quiet down and let Him talk back. He'll tell you what to do. But we all want to hold on. That control You see, what we've got to do is we've got to come back to understanding who's in control. Quit adding rules. Quit trying to make it tough. Someone asked me the other day, Pastor, I'd, I'd love to come and I really love Jesus and I, really, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be a Christian but I just can't quit smoking. Smoking ain't going to send you to hell. And just make it just like, makes you smell like you've been sitting there for a while. That's it. But I'll tell you what. When God gets a hold of you and he changes your heart, then the things of this world start falling off. Why is it we try to make a rule that where you've got a change to come? Now I want you to think about this. Exactly. He says, come as you are. It doesn't say you get yourself right and worthy of me. That's what happened with the rich young ruler. He come up and said, tell me what I can do to get there. And it's like he gave him everything. Follow the commandments. He gave him everything except... The relationship. The first five commandments were the relationship between you and God. He gave him the last five, but he didn't talk about the first five because guess what? You think if you handle the last five that the first five don't matter. The first five are the most important. If you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, he brings life into you. There's not rule 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Moses would have had to have a truck to get them down the hill. And it wouldn't have been a Chevy. They don't haul much. What I'm trying to tell you is this. You want your children to find Jesus? Quit making it so difficult. Quit making it so difficult. How many of you in here accepted Jesus and never I want hands. I want hands. Okay? How many of you accepted Jesus? Raise your hand. If you've accepted Jesus as you're raise your hand. Now, every one of you that has never made a mistake after you accept Jesus, leave your hand up. Oh, we're just looking for the one the chariot of fire is coming from. That's all. (laughs) Right? Isn't it funny how you give your son or your daughter instruction on how to find Jesus and when they make a mistake, you go, I thought she was saved. You get me? Quit making things so difficult. You want your family to find Jesus? Make it about Jesus. Not what they're doing. You want your co-workers to find Jesus? Make it about Jesus. Not what their problems are. You want, you, want, you, want, you, you want a witness? Make it about Jesus. Ask you a question. You think you're a pretty decent person? You try to be right? So yeah, you know, most of us think we're pretty good. Have you ever told a lie in your life? You have. Wait a minute. Have you ever in your whole life taken something that wasn't yours without permission? Have you ever in your life ever looked at a woman with lust in your eyes? Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Have you ever, have you ever in anger at some point in time used Jesus or God's name in vain? Okay, let me ask you a question. So you just told me you're a good person. But you just told me you're lying, thieving, adultering. Because it says if you look at a woman with lust in your eyes, you've committed adultery in your heart. Adultering, blaspheming. Wait a minute. you sitting in church? Guess why? Guess why? Because Jesus Christ took it all away. So guess what? We don't have to remember who we were because we're living in Him today. When you make it about Jesus instead of what you've done, you make it about Jesus, it's easy to say, I'm a child of the King. Because guess what? He took all that from me. That's who I was, not who I am. What we do is we walk around with our eyes and we try to make and take a judgment on who people are instead of, what? Really? Don't look for who they are, look for who He is guess what? I see folk in here that have longer hair. I see people in here, ain't got no hair. I see, don't look over there. Back this, back this way. I didn't look, did I look over there? I'm sorry. It was, I seen a glare. I'm sorry. I was just saying. What I'm saying is, don't look at that. I see people who are I see people who are dark. I see people who are all see You understand why? I see people who are skinny. I see people I, I see people who are fat. I'm just down here right now. I ain't looking at nobody. I swear, I swear, I swear, I swear. That one right there will get you shot before you can even get a <laughs> I'm just telling you. I'm telling you, we got people from every walk. I see people who are pretty. I see some of you need plastic surgery. What I'm trying to tell you is this what you look like is not who you are. What you are is who Jesus says you are. And if you're living in Him, then you better walk with your high, you know what I'm saying? That is right. You're almost human. Another four or five years, you may get there. Here's the thing. Make it easy to find Jesus. Make it easy to find him. And then you know what, Crystal? I'm, I'm going to give you a secret. We don't change anybody. Did you know that? We don't change anybody. God does in his timing. Now I'm going to tell him myself. I'm going to tell myself. You ready? Now, don't go, (gasps) I hate that voice. You know, when everybody, when you hear something new, that's the one. (laughs) That one voice right there. Here's the thing. I was an alcoholic drug addict. You guys don't know this portion of my story. I was raised in church. My daddy, great man of God. All my life, I wanted to be anything but Ernie Spears' son. Because I was held to a standard I knew I would never achieve. So at a very young age, I started drinking alcohol. And I started doing methamphetamine. To the point to where I was actually using needles in order to inject it directly into my bloodstream. ended up being arrested and at one point in time I thought I was looking at 15 years in Maricopa County Phoenix, Arizona and I went into that jail cell as I was waiting to go to trial couldn't call my daddy he' going to be able to fix this there wasn't nobody going to fix this I done stepped way in it. I was over my head in it. And I knelt in this concrete bed. And I said, God, I put myself here. I'm not asking you to get me out of trouble. But I need you to get in me. Because I know where I'm going. I was going to Tent City. I was going to wear pink underwear, eat green bologna sandwiches. Joe Arpio was going to be my king. I knew where I was going. I just need you to be real. Make yourself real in me. Short story. The judge gave me five years probation. I looked at my... I said, what does that mean? He goes, go before he changes his mind, son. You should be doing 15 years. I left, came home, walked down the center aisle, and I walked right to the altar. That's why these things are so important to me. I walked right up the altar, and I fell on my face right here. And I prayed, and I gave God the glory for what was happening. Do you know I never touched a drop of alcohol, never had a drug? Dread... I was done, except for chewing Copenhagen. That took me 29 more years. I hid it. I was so good, I didn't even spit. I'd put it in back here in the corner of my mouth. I'd have it chew in my mouth. I was preaching, doing all kind of stuff. And I'd swallowing it all. My soccer team. God told me I, we were getting ready to go to, to regionals qualifying for state. And God told me in my prayer time, uh, all right, I'm done. Y'all ain't going nowhere. You're done. Your soccer team's done unless you give this up. And I thought, well, <laughs> that's a short season. And one of my guys said, coach, do you think we can win? I said, nope. He said, why? I said, because God told me I, you ain't going unless I quit June Copenhagen. And that ain't happening. My team tackled me. Took my Copenhagen out, poured it all over the soccer field. Said, Coach, if you can get it back out of that field, you can have it. Otherwise, nope. They went to every store in town. Do not sell our coach, Copenhagen. We went to state. We didn't win. We got our tails whopped. (laughs) We were like, not even good enough to be there. But here's the thing I want you to understand, something. It let me know. Somebody was watching me. I didn't even notice it was infecting on anybody but me. How many of you understand sometimes our sin, we think it's our sin, and it only affects us? You ain't hiding it really well. But you know what? Until God convicted me, and God took it away from me, it had a hold on me. I still worshiped him. I still praised him. I still did everything, but I didn't see that I was stu- creating a stumbling block for somebody else. He didn't make it tough on me. He said, If you ask me into your heart and you believe that I died for your sins, you will be saved. I was saved, y'all. I wasn't a heathen, I just had a bad, stupid habit. All you got to do is believe, and you're saved. We make it hard. What did I title this message? Do you remember? Does anybody remember what it said? Tell me. Living plus do equals life, right? If you want to... You live the way God told you to live and you do what God told you to do and you will live like God promised you. You'd live. Simple mathematics. Two plus two is always four. Father, I thank you for the opportunity to be in your house today. God, I pray right now That you will be with us. I want you to please God right now. Help us to simplify your message. Help us to understand. That if we just live. By your word. And do what you've asked us to do. That we can live. The blessed life you have promised. God, I pray right now that if there's anybody under the sound of my voice that needs right now that peace in their spirit, God, just impart it to them. God, I thank you for the opportunity to be here today. And we're going to sing a song right now. And as we sing this song, you can do one of two things. You can either stand and worship or come and pray and leave everything that you drug around saying you have to do your conditions of salvation that you think you have to do. You can lay them right here and say, God, I'm done trying to make it harder than it hard. I'm done trying to make it something that it ain't. I know you died. I know you rose. And I know you want to serve. I want to serve you the rest of my life. If you want to ask Jesus Christ in your heart, I don't need to come up and spit and slather all over you all you gotta do is say God I'm done trying to control this circumstance I just wanna live the way you want me to live I wanna do what you want me to do to where I can live the blessed life that you promised me and have eternity understand what I'm saying so this song I love this song it's one of my favorites and I sing it like I sing it (laughs) loud. Most of you figured out by now, my preacher voice is a lot lower than my singing voice. Because I want God to hear me, and I'm yelling loud enough to where I think He can. That's because it comes from my heart.
1: Are you past the point of weary? Is your burden weighing heavy? Is it all too much to carry? Let me tell you about my Jesus. Do you feel that empty feeling? Cause shame's done all it's stealing. And your desperate for some healing. Let me tell you about my Jesus.
2: He makes a way when the rain. Away. Rises oh, up from an empty grave, baby, ain't you no know sin that he can save. Let me tell you about my Jesus, his love is strong and his grace is free. And the good news is I know that he will give for you what he's done for me. Let me tell you about my Jesus and Lord my King. Thank yeah. you.
1: See, he would care that much about me Let me tell you about my Jesus Oh, He makes a way where there ain't the no way Rises up from an empty grave
2: There no sinner that he can't save Let me tell you about my Jesus He will do for you what He's done for me. Let me tell you, Lord, my Jesus, Yes, <laughs>
0: your head high and listen to what God's saying because guess what if you can do it right he'll give you everything Father thank you again God for our family and I pray blessing over this food God let it fill us up let it not kill us just kidding ain't gonna kill us God bless it bless our fellowship and we're gonna give you praise for all you've done. Because all things come to you. In Jesus' precious name. And everybody says, Amen. Don't-